<laughs> yeah. That's right. Oh, yeah. Husk, what's up? Living your truth. I know what I want and I know what I need. Living my truth is really hard, but it's setting me free. Ain't got no time for the faking, cause the love is the point. The love, if they baby. knock me down, then I, I get up. Dust myself off, love myself in the best way. They want you to fall and have nothing to say. Don't make a move, don't make a move, don't make a sound. Don't make a sound. I've come too far, I've come too far to give up now. I know that's right. This is Living Your Truth with Tavares. Welcome back to the show. This is Living Your Truth with Tavares. How is everyone doing today? Another Saturday. I love being here with you all. What's up, up top? How y'all doing in the middle? Looking good. Down here around me. What's good? What's happening? Today we're talking about self-management. This topic, I really, really am into. I mean, I'm into all of them, but this one I'm definitely into. Y'all know I've been on a journey. I've been on this self-evolution. It's been some ups. It's been some downs. It's been some, you know, some in-betweens. And um, I can say throughout the entire process, the entire experience, journey, it has really been about self-management, I think, the whole time. In fact, let me rephrase that. I believe the whole time. I'm trying to get away from the word think. When I know the answer. So self-management. There are levels to this. Definitely levels to self-management. I am not here to tell you how to do it. I'm only here to share my experiences and my stories. And I have many. <laughs> Good and bad and indifferent. Self-management for myself. What I've come to understand and realize. It's been not only necessary for me to get to where I am today. But it has been a part of my life for a very, very long time. I have been able to shape it and tweak it into what I like. And I've been able to put things in and take things out, you know, activities, exercises, things of that nature, you know, whatever, traveling, whatever. And so everyone has a toolbox, as I like to say. And so in the toolbox, you usually will have something labeled self-management because within that, there are so many things that are inside of the toolbox. And I'm going to go into the self-management toolbox. Shout out Asana.com. Um, self-management is your ability to regulate behaviors, your thoughts, emotions, in a way that better serves you and your work. Okay. Now, for me, I like to do so many things. I think a lot of y'all know that. Um, I've been told I should focus on one thing. I've been told that multitasking is not really good for the brain. I've even read that. <laughs> so I'm in the process still of making changes, right? Because I'm always trying to be the best versions of myself. I want to be the best Tavares ever. See, that is something I have control over immediately. See, instead of me being wanting to be, say, the best rap artist or the best television personality, how about I start with self-management? You feel me? Okay, let's keep it going. So developing self-management is an introspective process. It requires an honest deep dive into your own emotional intelligence, self-control, and leadership style where you discover how much you actually regulate yourself. 
You got to know yourself to regulate yourself. That's right. Mm-hmm. You definitely have to do that. And I'm not saying that because I'm saying it. I'm saying that's because that's what I do for me. Perhaps what you do for you is different. And that's cool. It's all love here. You know that. All inclusion, no exclusion. You guys know that by now. So for myself, I like that for me because I've had to do that. I've had to regulate myself. I've had to get to a place. I've had to get, I had to, you know, get to a point, even with my alcoholism a very long time ago, I had to get to a point where I was sick of myself. I had to get to a point where I was sick of feeling how I was feeling when I wake up in the morning and then the mood swings and all that other stuff that came with it. So learning about myself in order to regulate myself has been also the narrative while I've been on this journey. I mean, how can you not really pay attention to that? You, I mean, that's what we do as human beings, right? I mean, as people, people right now, you know, people are into themselves. They're into photos and videos and being, you know, social media has made like everyone a celebrity, right? Some in, in some way, shape or form. And there's nothing wrong with that because people are excited over that and it brings them joy. And I'm cool with that. I have no problem with that. So on my journey, it hasn't been easy, but self-management can be learned. It's worth doing. And as you improve your self-management skills, you'll naturally grow as a leader. Hmm. From the top project management skills to your own personal development, we'll go over what self-management is and the seven lovely skills that I, when I said those levels to this, I said there, I didn't say how many, but there's seven. <laughs> um, the first one, time management. Okay. And let's just be clear on what self-management is. I, I just want to be clear. Self-management is your ability to regulate your behaviors, your thoughts, even emotions in a good way, in a productive way, okay? Excelling in both your personal life and your professional life. It can benefit not only you, but even your friends, your family. See, that's, that's, that's one of those things that just kind of keeps on giving. When we give ourselves that self-love, that type of self-management, that attention and not to be confused with being selfish but more in line with self-awareness and self-love and self-care see i believe what's good for the self is good for everyone else and in a positive way so the best version of myself versions plural of myself how can that not be good for the people that I love? How can that not be good for the people that I work with? How can that not be good for the people that I'm in business with? As long as I am being genuine and I'm being good and healthy to myself and I'm constantly looking to achieve not only just the best versions of myself, but and I mean that like internally, like even spiritually, even, you know, what I eat, you know, um, because if that's what I believe I need for me to be the best, then how could that not be good for everyone else around me? Right. Right. There's levels to this. Number two, let's talk about self-motivation. This is uh, this is in my wheelhouse. I love this. I love this right here. Self-motivation for myself is a very special, 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 special space. And it's your ability to stay motivated and accomplish tasks. Mm hmm. Yeah. This is Living Your Truth with Tavares. We'll be right back. Sit tight. We're paying some bills and we'll be right back. 
Welcome back to the show. This is Living Your Truth with Tavares. I am him. How y'all doing? Thank you so much for being here with me today. I know you all have many choices in the podcast world, so I do appreciate your time and your energy that you spend, even if it's just for a moment, here with us and me at Living Your Truth with Tavares. I'm going to pick up where we left off. We're talking about self-management. We're on number two, one of my favorites, self-motivation. And again, it's your ability to stay motivated and accomplish tasks. Staying motivated for me has become just something very, it's like breathing, right? Um, I motivate me and I think that's pretty cool, right? And it's not just motivating myself, but it's making sure I show up for myself. It's making sure I am present within my body. We get one body. So I believe it's important for me to treat this body like I love somebody and that somebody is me. The more I do that, the more I stay motivated to just go after the things that I've either always wanted to go after. Maybe I have some things on my bucket list or wish list, or maybe there's some things that I wanted to sharpen up on. Like lately, I've been reading a lot. I'm on my like fourth book in the last uh, 60 days and shout out Audible. And so I love to listen to books I love to read them now, but that wasn't always me. And now I'm motivated in a, in, in, a, in a different way. And my brain's like, oh, thank you, thank you, thank you. And I feel that and I enjoy learning new things. I enjoy the subjects that I'm learning about. I'm learning about the brain right now. I'm learning about uh, trauma and, you know, how to overcome certain parts and portions of the trauma and how it impacts me as an individual, right? And so... Self-motivation for myself, I mean, yeah, otherwise I probably wouldn't walk through a lot of doors that I've been blessed to walk through. I probably wouldn't be as present as I've been able to be present as of lately and recognize when, you know, I probably need to rest my body or I perhaps needed to have another meditation or perhaps it's not a good time for me to get on the phone. I probably have to tend to myself first so I can keep myself centered. See, I'm motivated to constantly not only be the best, but just be in a space where I vibrate that. Like you get that as you walk by me. And I've been told that as, you know, at at the gym working out, people think that, and I appreciate those kind words. That's not why I do it. No, I do it for me, for self, for the self. Because if I don't show up for me, who gonna show up for me then? I can't go to anyone else and expect them to show up for me and be like, hey, yo, can you do that for me if I'm not willing to do it for myself? So self and look, whatever motivates you, that's cool. Whatever it is, that's the cool thing about self-motivation. It could be whatever. Some people are motivated by running, just the idea of running, swimming. Hiking, hiking gets me pumped. Just the thought of it gets me already just ready to go. And I believe it's just being out in nature or perhaps it's just trying to walk this crazy terrain or maybe it's both. And I just might walk into, I don't know, I may come across a a cow who's grazing, you know, just things like that. Because while I stay motivated, it takes me to places I've been able to meet people in certain rooms that I probably normally perhaps wouldn't have. If I wasn't in a place where I was comfortable speaking to just anyone, you know, or going to a mixer, you guys get the point. Self-motivation is 
key. And I hope you all find that. Wherever it is, please find it. And if you have it, right on. Let's keep it going. Number three. Oh, stress management. Your ability to approach work clearly. I'm in the midst of this right now. Um, Stressors. Let me see. How can I say this? Haven't always been the best at it, (laughs) but I'm getting better at it because I've been working at it with my therapist and my EMDR therapist as well. And they have really been helping me to look at things and see things very different. And they're helping me to push through barriers, mental barriers that I've put there from generational trauma or just experiences that were traumatic. So being able to manage stress is key. That is why y'all already know I'm working out, meditating, stretching. Let me say something about stretching. Human beings were not made to be sedentary. We weren't made to just sit, right, for long periods of time. And so this is out. This is for anyone who sits a lot at work. Listen up. Please walk every opportunity you get while at work. Take the 15-minute breaks. Take the lunch breaks and the other 15. I think it's two 15s in an hour, I believe. Um, Please utilize that time to walk around, move, circulate the blood in your body. Because when we sit, the blood slows and sugar rolls up, okay? So move. You got to move. We don't want that. We don't want. And look, I'm being very genuine here. Please, if you sit a lot of time, a lot at work, take your breaks and please move. Circulate the blood. It's very good. Human beings are meant to just be sitting all day. Okay. And that's a good way to keep from gaining. Like, you know, if you don't want to put on any extra weight, then, yeah, definitely move. Um, And let's watch the carbs if we can, because. Not all carbs are good carbs. Anyways, I digress. I just want to shout that out real quick because, and I was going there because when it comes to stress, some people um, will eat out of stress. Some And look, if we're sitting at work a lot and we're just sitting there eating, yeah, we will gain weight. And if that's not our goal, then that may be problematic later on. Or, you know, we may just want to, you know, be mindful of that. And that's really where I'm going because self uh, stress management, I believe, really has a lot to do with being mindful and being self-aware for sure. See, we may stress, but we got to remember that people can't read our minds. I know I've been at fault for that a lot. Okay, in my past, um, and I'm still working through that even now. Like, I got to remember that, okay, people can't read my mind. And I got to remember, okay, if something's going on within me, I can't project that on someone else. They don't know what's going on with me. And so it's fair that I give a disclaimer. And that's why when it comes to self-management as a whole, managing stress is very key. This is Living Your Truth with Tavares. We'll be right back. What you say? I heard it through the grapevine. Remember, practice positive self-talk. Treat yourself. Don't cheat yourself. Get your next nutrition coach 
at thebodysynthesis.com today. Welcome back to the show. This is Living Your Truth with Tavares. How y'all doing today? It's Saturday. It's a beautiful day. We're talking about self-management and, you know, managing the self, man, it's work. It's work. It's been work for me. It really has. It is not, it's not easy at times. Then at other times, it's beautiful. I feel great because I look in the mirror and I see the work being done. And not just the exterior, but the interior. We all know the interior is what's most important. And truly, if you are shining and if you are lit on the inside, then that's going to come through the outside and it's going to show. People look at you like, damn, look at you. You got a glow. Uh Uh-huh. That's the glow from the inside. That's when you know you're hitting on all cylinders. Um, You know, the mind, the body, the spirit. You know, you know that you're just in a good place. And I'm not talking about like your finances ain't even got to be on point. I'm just saying within the self, within the mind, the body and the spirit, those when those line up, trust everything else will fall into place. I've been there. I've had five dollars. That's it. Nothing's coming in. It's <laughs> it's broke time and have felt like a million in cash. See, that is what's important. See, for me. I try to, well, I don't try. I make every damn attempt to feed as much positivity into my body, into what I do, into way, you know, how I speak. Um, there's certain words I'm, I'm really trying to get away from. And I'm mindful of that. And just that and being mindful, just that, that is a component of the self-management. Let's keep it rolling, y'all. We having a good one today. I feel good. You feel good. Y'all look good. Everybody looks good. Let's keep it going. Hello to everybody, by the way. Matt, real, real quick, let me shout to all the women. I believe it's uh, Women's History Month. Shout out to all of the women, the trailblazers. Shout out to everybody who's about to become a trailblazer, an innovator. Everybody out there, all the women. What up? Happy Women's History Month. Next one is adaptability. Mmm. How many of y'all have a have have struggled with adaptability? My hand is up. My hand is up. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Your ability to pivot when change occurs. How have I been at this? Hmm. Not always, you know what, not good. Recently I've gotten better. And by recently, I'm talking about maybe like in the last, um, eh, I don't know, maybe like a year, maybe, 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 something like that, kind of. Okay, we'll go six months to a year. <laughs> um, hasn't, you know, I feel like it was, a like it, before the pandemic, I felt like it was a strong suit of mine. And then the pandemic, and I feel like the pandemic for a lot of us, it kind of like shifted things around, kind of had a, you know, had us reassess some things and all that. And then I felt coming out of it, I, that's when I felt like my, you know, I felt my ability to adapt had been compromised a bit. And so now that I'm back, you know, rocking with my therapist and everybody, you know, we're getting through this. They're helping me to, and look, they're helping me to be able to manage my stressors and my anxiety and PTSD long 
term, like lifelong, you know, uh, to manage um, the anxiety. Like these are the types of tools they provide. Remember, this is all holistic, no drugs. And if you got to take medication, I have no problem with that. Shout out to you because at least you're trying to take care of yourself and we're all about bettering the self. Adaptability, you know, when it comes down to it, it is, um, it can be tough to adapt. Um, and I, it, it's interesting because again, you know, as a kid, I had to, right. Being the new kid at school all the time, we moved a lot. So I had to adapt. That was a part of surviving. That's a part of that fight or flight. Right. So I had to learn how to really just roll with it. And I didn't have much time to really emotionally, that is to really take it all in. So I adapted. And so adaptability when it comes to self-management yeah, your ability to pivot. Absolutely. When change occurs, because the ability to pivot shows leadership. All right. The ability to pivot shows, OK, this person is with it. They're, they are present in mind, in body, spirit. They know what's up. They see the picture. They're not afraid of the moment. And that's how I look at that. I can't be afraid of the moment. I've One thing I've been teaching myself and um, practicing is making better making great decisions, making, um, how do you say, I make um, quicker decision-making. Not, but however, not, you know, not compromising, you know, the quality of my decision. I'm just saying being able to pick the quality of my decision quicker and make it and move on. Because I have a tendency to, you know, think it once, think it twice, think it three times. Am I sure? Should I wait? Maybe I should wait. And, not everything is, you know, requires that. And when I see that within myself, I'm like, you know what? Let's go ahead and tweak that. Because again, on my way to becoming the best versions of myself, for me, I believe these are some of the tweaks. So yes, shout out to adaptability. It's a big deal. Um, it's something that is, you know, necessary. If, look, adaptability means that you have the confidence and the ability to pivot when change arises. This is especially important for leaders, as I just mentioned, who work in a fast paced environment where, per, where project changes occurs often. The entertainment industry, right? Movie industry, television, all those things. Um, a lot of that changes very, even I think as an, as an attorney, probably you could say that doctors, their environment is always changing. So that's a great skill to have. Number five, decision-making. To be effective, it's essential for leaders to develop decision-making skills that reduce confusion and increase team empowerment. Problem-solving, all right, addressing issues, which can help grow your decision-making skills. I just touched on that a second ago. Mm-hmm. It, it, you know what it does for me? It empowers me. It empowers me. I actually gain a bit more confidence because I'm not, look, I still want to get, that high quality result. So I'm not, again, I'm not compromising the quality of my decision, of the choice. I'm just looking to arrive at that sooner, execute it, and move on. Now, you can see how that confidence can build up, right? I mean, think about that for a moment. Just for a moment. Your ability to make swift, calculated, sharp, smart, high quality decisions, just like that. Who doesn't want that? That's great. Because pondering, you, you know, it can get old. It can get very old. And before you know it, you're just like, 
Look, I have said forget it. And then I'll wait and wait and I should have just made the decision. Matter of fact, I did that with some, uh, you know, we we were, we messed with the stock market. Shout out E-Trey, what up? And uh, I've done that with stocks. I've done that. And that's, we all know, you can't do that when you're trading. That's just, you either do it or you don't. Every second literally is a dollar or two or more. So decision-making um, is a another another great component when it comes to self-management. Um, like all the skills, uh, decision-making is something you can learn. Uh, you start by sharpening your critical thinking skills. And then from there, you know, you can analyze key information when, you know, your issues come up. You got data-driven decision-making to ensure actions can come through rather than just guess. So when you think about how you can really get into the crosshairs of information that will support the decisions that you're looking to make. Hello? You see how this is empowering? Yeah. Who doesn't want that? I think it's pretty fly, right? Right. And so when my wife says, hey, babe, you know, where are we going for dinner? Boom, boom, boom. I got not only an answer, but I got a different, I got a few. So yeah. <laughs> Number six, goal alignment. This is pretty cool. I like this one. Setting goals means you prioritize the most important projects that have the highest impact on your business. Whatever your business is, maybe you're selling t-shirts, maybe you're selling socks. Shout out both of those industries because I know people who both who do both of those and really good industries. Uh, it means being able to see the big picture, knowing that what's best for you or your family, friends, uh, in the long run will generate better results and it'll not only boost everyone's morale, but it'll really be a nice confidence booster um, and get people to think outside the box and give them hope and possibility. People definitely, I believe people want hope. I like hope. Who doesn't like hope? The hope to execute a dream. How can that not be motivating? Like that just alone. Everybody wants an opportunity to execute their dream. Everybody. And how else are you going to get there? You have to align, and not because I'm saying it, but just think about it because it kind of makes sense. If you are looking to achieve a certain goal, you have to have goal alignment. There has to be things that you're doing that will be conducive to where you're trying to go. If you're a soccer player and you're a young soccer player, you are going to play, you know, you'll play your probably at school. You'll probably play for a traveling league and so on. Because what you're looking at is to become the best, perhaps, goalie ever. Or, you know, that's what you're looking to do. So when you look at something like that, um, a lot of folks, you know, may, may just want, to have the glitz, the glam, and the fame, it may not really want to do much to get there. But guess what? There's always going to be a certain amount of work associated with no matter what we want to do as individuals. So all I'm saying is, I know for myself, when I got into the music industry, it was all about how like, I made everything that we did from a long, 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 long time ago about that. In fact, um, I would always tell, share with my team, it's always about the grind. It's all about the grind. And what I was saying to them was, it's always about the journey. It's not about getting there. Getting to the top, it's maintaining to stay there. And there's always someone else coming up behind you. But 
the journey, when you put the goals in alignment, man, you're unstoppable. It's a beautiful thing. So shout out to anybody who got their goals aligned. And if you don't have your goals aligned, I'm going to pray for you and wish you nothing but the best. All right. Moving on. And I believe this may be even oh, the last one. But we're going to hold it right there because this is Living Your Truth with Tavares. We'll be right back. Hey, what's up, everybody? Please say a prayer for those over in Turkey and continue praying for those in Ukraine. The world, as we all know, is going through a very dark time right now. So please, let's shine a light and show love. Thank you. And until the next time, be the best versions of yourself. Peace. Hey, Tavares here from Living Your Truth with Tavares. Always take time for your mental health. You matter. You are very important. And many people love having you around. So take the time for your mental health. I know life can get crazy. I know we all get busy. I know we got to be here, there, here. Oh, yeah. And can't forget that meeting. I get it. But take the time to give yourself enough time so that you can cruise along into your day and about your day. There's no need to be playing catch up throughout the day. We all hate that feeling. I know I do. I can't stand rushing. It gets on my last nerve. So I do myself the honor and the privilege of giving myself a bit more time just so that I don't have to rush. There's no need to build up all that angst, all that cortisol inside your body, all that adrenaline. It's not good for you. So give yourself the time and have a great day. We'll see you next week. Welcome back to the show. This is Living Your Truth with Tavares. How's everyone doing today? You looking good? Feeling good? All right now. We're talking about self-management. And right now we are at the last one. I said there were levels to this. Look, it's a serious thing. I'm trying to let y'all know. Shout out Asana.com again for, le- for helping us out today. Um, I'm going to do a quick recap before I go into that seventh one for y'all. So skill number one, time management. Time management is when you control how you use your time. This means prioritizing your most important tasks first and managing your daily to-do list. All right. All right. Y'all heard it. All right. Number two, self-motivation, your ability to get motivated and proactively accomplish daily tasks. It takes a certain level of personal responsibility, but practicing self-motivation can help you become more self-aware and prioritize what's important to you. It's very similar to intrinsic motivation. I learned this in my NASM course my CNC and my CPT, which is it's motivation that comes from within, like self-motivation, intrinsic motivation stems from a variety of personal factors. All right. For example, for example, your internal motivator for volunteering could be that it makes you feel fulfilled. See, I mentioned that earlier. Pretty cool. Number three, self-management or stress. Sorry, stress management, but a huge part of self-management. Leaders often deal with stress. Okay, and I consider myself a leader as well. I hope you do. 
All right. But to be good at self-management, you need to embody healthy stress management. Without stress management, we can suffer from overwork and eventually burn out. We don't want no one to burn out. Okay, so do whatever you have to do and do your stress management. Do yourself a solid and put together a stress management plan. Look, a stress management plan could be what. Remember, I talked about the toolbox. You could put that in your toolbox. Okay, stress management plan can have walking in there. It could have those cool little stress balls. It could have meditation in there. You could put stretching in there. You could put yoga in there. Come on now. You hear me? Number four, adaptability. Being adaptable means you have the confidence and ability to pivot when change arises, especially important for leaders who work in fast paced environments where project changes often happen. Anyone, if you're, I mean, I can speak it from what, from retail all the way. I mean, we can go down the line of industries where it's fast paced. And let's just be real here. Um, as time goes on, and as society provides more of a convenience, that in itself speeds up society as a whole. Okay? So we are all having to adapt to a, a society where everything's like right now. Like you're able to get it right now. Same day this, same day that. You get where I'm going, okay? Okay. Number five, decision making. To be effective, it's essential for leaders to develop decision-making skills that reduce confusion and increase team empowerment. Look at that. I talked about it in regards to the family, to friends, um, even parents, me, grandparents as well, us. Um, that decision-making, the empowerment that I feel, that we feel, it's amazing because that's how you're able to plan like cool family vacations or plan trips with your friends or that's how you're able to also excel at work, okay? That can be reflected in a business meeting. People are absolute, I believe people are drawn to that sort of thing. Why? Because there's a sense of confidence that comes, and it's a quiet confidence, right? It's quiet. Like No one's bragging about this. But you're sure of yourself, and especially if you, well, if you're well-versed in what you're talking about. Decision-making is a very powerful tool, okay? And even quicker, high caliber, high quality decision making that yields great results is even more of a commodity. People are really looking for that. I know in the job market. So you guys and women out there who are doing your thing, keep up the great work. Number six, goal alignment. Setting goals means you prioritize the most important projects that have the highest impact on your business, on your life, with your friends, with whomever, right? That's what we're talking about. If you're looking at accomplishing something with a buddy, you guys are in business, the goals have to be aligned. They probably, I'm sure they are if you're already in business. Um, maybe your girlfriend wants to go into business and do a cupcake business. You want her to get together. It sounds like you guys have some goals that are aligned. Goal alignment is another great asset to be aware of when it comes to self-management because it's going to be that X factor that's going to continue to push you. It's going to be that quiet motivator. It's like that, it's like that voice in the back of your head like, come on, let's go do this. Let's get this done. You can do this. So I love that one. And last but not ever least, number seven, personal development. It's a key for all 
people, especially for those of us who like to be in situations where we want to lead others. It's the way that we are able to build and we can show that and share that with our loved ones, with our coworkers, with our friends. People love to see personal development, but not only people. You know who loves it even more than just the people around us? You guessed it. The self. Us. You. Me. The self. The self loves personal development. The self wants to evolve. The self doesn't just want to stay in one you know, one position or one place in life. The self is hungry for adventure. It's hungry for knowledge, right? It's hungry for experience. Personal development means taking the time to attend like workshops or courses that connect with either experts or like-minded people and help you develop your management skills. By continuing to develop skills, we can empower each other to do the same, And that's what I'm talking about. Each one, teach one. That's why you continue to hear me talk about being the best versions of myself, being the absolute best of ours, because that I can impact right now. I am impacting it right now. Every day I wake up, I look to do that. Have I always been here? No. It took a long time for me to show up here, this version of me that, you hear that you see and i'm cool and very happy with that because it's not done like i'm not done with this evolution i said that at the very beginning of this podcast when we first started that you guys were witnessing something special and i never want to get away from that because that's really what it is i mean i've pretty much documented my life on this podcast which i love and not only have i documented it but i've shared it with So many awesome people. In fact, the streams tell me right now we're about to break 63,000 streams. I never talk about the streams because it's not about the streams. But I just wanted to say how special that is. And I want to say thank you to every single person who has streamed the show. That's awesome. It's, it's, It's surreal, but it's awesome. And thank you to the subscribers, everyone who subscribes, everyone who listens, whether you're in your car, whether you're at work. Maybe you're on a beach somewhere chilling. Um, Maybe you're cleaning out the attic or the basement. I don't know. Maybe you're shoveling snow in the East Coast. You know, uh, thank you. Thank you for being here because it's been a beautiful journey and it's not done. We got so much more to do, so much more to unpack, so much more to experience and talk about. And I really want and I hope that you all feel always invited to reach out and contact the show. If you ever have any questions, comments, or concerns, or you just want to say hello, you can email me at livingyourtruthpodcast at gmail.com. If you are on the Twitter, as I like to say, that's Twitter, by the way, we are at L-I-V-I-N-U-R Truth. And if you're on TikTok, Instagram, or Facebook, we are at Living Your Truth Podcast. Today's show has done something special for me. I hope it's done something special for you. It has reminded me just how important self-management is, just how important it is to be mindful of the self. See, it's when we get away from the self where things just don't start to add up. At least they haven't for myself. And that's why I believe I'm so just hype on it and not just hype on it. Like it's not a trending topic type of situation. This is my life. So I love me 
And I love me enough to show up and do something about the things that I know that are not right within myself. If you don't feel something is right within yourself, it's okay. It is okay. You're not alone. You're not weird. Okay. You're not an oddball. You're not awkward. Nothing like that. It's okay. But what's even more cooler than okay is going to get help for it if you believe that's what you need. Show up for yourself. That's all you got to do. Show up for yourself. Until the next time, be the best versions of yourself and live your truth. Peace. Next time on Living Your Truth with Tavares. The struggle within. How deep is your love? On the next Living Your Truth with Tavares. I believe when it comes to being the best at anything, whether it's the best ball player, basketball, football, or the best golfer, I believe it starts with just wanting to be the best self, the best you. When you're the best you, anything you do will have the best of you infused into it. Therefore, if it's football, making you the best football player. If it's baseball, making you the best baseball player. If it's hockey, making you the best hockey player. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with aspiring to be the best of anything. But we should absolutely be mindful and be sure that when we make those wishes and we create those dreams, that being the best self should be at the center of it. That's because when it comes down to it, you're not always gonna be a basketball player. You're not always gonna be a football player. You're not always gonna be a hockey, golf. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're not always gonna be these things, but what you will always be is you. Now, those versions will evolve as they should. And so, therefore, being your best self while being you and you going through life and life's evolutions. One thing we could all rest assured is that if we bring our best self because we're being our best selves, then we are going to go through life as our best self. That's why I always aspire to be the best versions of myself every day. Not every day is the same. I feel like I fall short sometimes, but that's where I hold myself. That's how I am accountable to me. It may be different for you and that's okay as it should be. But I'm here to inspire and to motivate and to create spaces and safe places for people to be their absolute best and to invite them to always invite themselves to be their absolute best. There is absolutely nothing wrong with aspiring to be the best versions of yourself. The rest will follow. And so I hope you've enjoyed this moment, this message from me to you. Until the next time, 
be the best versions of yourself and live your truth. Peace. Be sure to email us at livingyourtruthpodcast at gmail.com. And if you're on Twitter, we are at L-I-V-I-N-U-R Truth. And if you're on TikTok, Instagram, or Facebook, we are at Living Your Truth Podcast. <laughs> yeah. That's right. Oh, yeah. Husk. What's up? Living your truth. I know what I want and I know what I need. Living my truth is really hard, but it's setting me free. Ain't got no time for the faking, cause the love is the point. If they knock me down, then I, I get up. Dust myself off, love myself in the best way. They want you to fall and have nothing to say. Don't make a move, don't make a move, don't make a sound. Don't make a sound. I've come too far, I've come too far to give up now. I know that's right. This is Living Your Truth with Tavares.